Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in to a Worship Wednesday here on The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. And now we've had two grand prize winners who have taken home a set of brand new tires. How about that in the summer of tire rack sweepstakes? The good news for you, one winner is still up for grabs. Our third winner will be selected on August 27th to win a set of four brand new tires plus installation, taxes, fees, valued up to $1,500. Enter daily at foxsportsradio.com. Every single day, you can get a fresh new entry and an additional shot to win. It's free to register. You also get bonus entries in the Sweet Stakes by following Fox Sports Radio on social media and by following the Fox Sports Radio channel on the iHeart app. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. Rob Parker here, along with Alan Lee, in for the vacationing Chris Broussard. And uh, now we're going to talk some NFL. Adam Kaplan, who is a Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, he joins us here on The Odd Couple. He's at the Lions camp. Uh, uh, Adam, say hello to Alan Lee. Guys, good to be with you now. Yeah, I am um, actually in Detroit where the – 
The Lions are hosting the Jaguars. Two teams are actually very similar. One of the up-and-coming teams here in Detroit, and also the Jaguars obviously made the playoffs last season. All right, let's start here. I'm sorry. I'm out on this. Lions should be playing the Chiefs in the (laughs) opener. The Lions are going to the Super Bowl in Vegas, and people are betting money like crazy. Uh, Adam, as you know, I covered the team for 20 years as a columnist. I met you. Yes, and I've seen it, and I've heard all the stories, and people are getting tattoos in Detroit on their arms, Lions, (laughs) Super Bowl champs, 2024. I've seen it all, and I'm not saying that they're going to stink or not make the playoffs, but I'm I'm not there. Please help me. Uh, where are you? Are they going to go to the Super Bowl? Are they coming out of the NFC? No, 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 no. Look, they they really should have made the playoffs last season. They got they got gypped. Uh, the all they need they beat the Packers Sunday night. They needed the Rams to beat the Seahawks. There were easily three to four really bad calls in the game of the Rams. Would have won, but okay. So the Lions didn't get in. So they were they were pushing. They finally were pushing. They've got a quarterback who played really well, revived his career in Jared Goff. Really, really good coaching job by Ben Johnson, who I know the Panthers wanted to talk to, but he decided not to interview for their their head coaching job. And Aaron Glenn really turned the defense around the second half of the season. It's a really good coaching staff. Look, it's a, it's a good roster. Not a great roster. They, they've drafted well lately. I think that really helped. And that's why they're most people's picks, including mine, to win the, the NFC North. Now, I don't, I don't think they're talented enough particularly on defense, to, to go very far. But this, the, the fact of the matter is, under Brad Holmes, their GM, and their really good front office, they've drafted well the last couple of years, and they've developed well uh, around the, on both sides of the football. Okay, Adam, you have to tell me, because every time I hear about a Lions report these days, everybody is raving over the rookie Jameer Gibbs. I mean, how has yeah. he been looking in practice? I mean, everybody says this guy is a can't-miss guy right now. Yeah, and honestly, with Jameson Williams, with his suspension to start the season, he's going to be out a while. They don't have very good depth at the wide receiver position. And they're also banging up the running back position. But So Gibbs is going to have a, a really big role, uh, particularly in the passive game. They'll line him up uh, up outside, which they've done here in camp, as I understand it. And he's going to have a very big role. Look, it, it's it's good. No, it's, look, the only knock that you have, it's not on the player, it's today's NFL, they're two first-round picks. A non-pass rushing off the ball linebacker, Jack Campbell, is really talented, but he's not a he's not a pass rusher. And from a value standpoint, drafting a running back in the first round that's not really seen as a three-down back. David Montgomery's their starter at running back, coming over the Bears. That's not typically done. That that's the knock on it of, of the philosophy. But you can't knock the talent. Both Jack Campbell said he was the best off the ball linebacker for the draft, and Gibbs is immensely talented. Help me here, Adam Kaplan. Uh... Aaron Rodgers was sacked four out of six times. They had a uh, practice with uh, Tampa Bay. And the offensive line, everybody, if there's one weakness and definite thing to look at, it is that offensive line. How scary is that? He says he's not concerned. He can't be concerned about things he's not involved in. But he's a 39-year-old quarterback who's had his collarbone broken a few times when he's been sacked in situations like that. If you're the Jets, are you scared to death that they can't protect him? You know, I actually had a discussion with someone with the Jets recently about the, their offensive line. And the person said, look, yes, it's a work in progress. We knew that coming in. This person said, yeah, it definitely is a, certainly of a challenge. But so one of the things about Rodgers of the elite quarterbacks, he processes so quickly and gets rid of it so quickly. He'll negate some of that. But my problem is you've got your left tackle, guy supposed to be your left tackle, Dwayne Brown, who he's close to coming off the physically unable to perform list, but he isn't practiced. He's an older left tackle. Uh, in fact, he is. he's going to turn 38 very, very soon. 
38-year-old, my goodness gracious. Yep. And, and by the way, Mackay Becton, is, you know, he's now his weight, he's lost 50 pounds, 40, 50 pounds, but his knee is not right. They're going to start cross-training at right tackle. So you got that problem, and that's it. I mean, your, your, your two tackles, or the tackle position for the Jets is, is right now is a disaster. It's the one issue, Rob, if you bring it up, that could derail their season. Now, I do believe, and I, I was with the Jets uh, recently with the, the Panthers last week in Spartanburg, South Carolina, to spend a lot of time with the Jets. I, they're going to be a playoff team. Uh, there's no question if Rodgers is healthy. But can they beat the Bills? That, and the Bills, by the way, they were awful to close last season. Let's call it like it is. They, you know, they just they look bad in the playoffs, and I just didn't like the way they closed. It's going to be very tight between the Jets and the Bills for the AFC East. All right, with the uh, disappearance basically of Ezekiel Elliott last year in Dallas because of Tony Pollard, can we expect? What can we expect from him now that he's a member of the Patriots? Is is he going to be a different guy? Is he going to get an opportunity? Because you never know under Bill Belichick. Yeah, actually, no. I, I, my expectation would be Ramondre Stevenson, who's now in the third year, he'll be the starter. What they didn't have is someone to back them up. They did not want to go into the season with Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris as the backups. So they're not going to have to do that. Elliott played really well in that complementary role with, with Pollard. I thought that worked out really well. It helped preserve Zeke. And that he's got maybe two years left in him to be a good backup, sure yardage guy. You know, here's another thing. Because the, the problem with Stevenson was now he, he had a very good season in his second year. He kind of wore down late last season. and They didn't have anyone else to go to, and that was – uh, that's why they also, uh, I'm told, had interest in Dalvin Cook. They wanted it back to share carries with him. It'll be Stevenson one, Elliott will be one A, and that's the way they're going to run that offensive running back. Uh, Devontae Adams with the uh, Raiders came back to practice. He had a minor yeah. leg injury. Are they concerned at all? And and the other thing, too, the second part of my question is, is Devontae going to be happy there with just, hmm. I, I mean, I'm not saying that he was, should have stayed in Green Bay, but uh, – it just it it doesn't feel the same to me as far as him. Well, two things with Devontae Adams. I'm told the Packers actually, though the negotiations were not very good. At the end, they actually made a significant offer to keep him in ways you could, if you look at the Packer deal, is probably better offer than he got with the Raiders. But with the Raiders, look, he he's from the West Coast. We know he wanted to play with his. Good friend Derek Hard. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for Carr and Adams. I was going to say, whenever you do that, uh, that doesn't always work out. It's exactly. And then, and then I'm I'm told this uh, by someone close to the situation. The Raiders, uh, particularly, just really the front office and Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, the head coach, they clued uh, Adams in, and they're playing for the quarterback position after they cut. If they cut Carr, they actually brought him in. They told him what they were going to do, and look, they were going to do what they were going to do, but they included him in, the, in those discussions, and so he knew what was going on. Now, look, this is not – Jimmy Garoppolo is not a downfield thrower. Adams may not have great speed, but he can go get the football. Right. So that's the thing. they got to get their timing down. They haven't worked very much. As, you know, Garoppolo missed the entire offseason after the broken foot, so – this is not great. They're going to have to get themselves together here. And and under a season, let's call it. If you great, if you rank the three, three head coaches on the most pressure, McDaniel's is one or two. There's no question about it. All right, Adam, you made the round, 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 the rounds around camp. Give me a team yeah. that you think could be a, a a surprise this season. Somebody's going to come out and 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 play a lot better than people expect. Probably the Panthers. Nobody's talking about them. They're not a great media capital. 
Everyone wants to pick. It seems like the, the money's on the Saints this season. I could certainly understand that. Uh, the Saints, though, they have a better quarterback than Derek Carr. Although Andy Dalton did a nice job. You have to ask yourself this question: What's what's Derek Carr at this point in his career? He's got he, he got benched last season, got released. The Panthers under Bryce Young. Look, they they got shut out at home and. and by the Jets in the first preseason game, but I wouldn't read too much into anything that happens in the preseason. They have a very good roster, really good defense. They've rebuilt this offensive line, which was terrible two years ago. Give their front office credit under Scott Federer, their general manager. They've really rebuilt this thing. They've got an underrated receiver core. Really, this is a, you know, from soup to nuts, this is a really good roster. Probably right now, I'd have to pick them now. I know it's a little risky to pick a, a team with a rookie quarterback, but. Bryce Young, it's never been about talent. It's about staying healthy with that small frame. But to me right now, they've got a very stable situation in Carolina. All right, one last thing. we only got a minute to go here. I want to ask you about Jordan Love and Green Bay. Sure. And, I mean, you know, he not, didn't just show up off the turnip truck. He's been in their camp, been around for years now. And, uh, you know, when they didn't sign him to a – to a big kind of deal to say you're our franchise quarterback, it makes you wonder. You know, they've watched him in practice for all these years, Adam. Uh, Are they iffy? Is this a big year for them to believe whether or not they have a quarterback they need to see it? Or if he doesn't play that well, they'll go out and draft one. Yeah, Rob, when when they did that deal, they just revised the the – his fifth-year option is what they did. It's really a one-year extension. Uh, The money next year is very, very minimal. Um, so, look, they could they could certainly walk away with a small cap hit if they want to next season. Now, I'm told by someone with the Packers that the light kind of went on. Like, the first two years, remember, he went to Utah State. The, the offense that they ran at, at Utah State is completely different from the West, old-school West Coast offense they run with the Packers. And I would say, Rob, the first two years was a learning experience by Aaron Rodgers. Right. So one of the, the guy I spoke with said he absolutely was ready to play last season. And, He's ready now. Now, look, his training camp, as I'm told, has been up and down, probably more down than up. Uh, he just needs reps. And here's the one mistake that the front office has made. They're the only NFL team that does not have a vested veteran on the roster at receiver or wide or tight end. Crazy. They, yeah, I, I just I don't. I think that's a little bit uh, forward thinking. Look, you want him to grow with these players, but. Where's that dependable pass target? Someone's been there and done that, and they don't have that guy right now. No doubt, Adam Kaplan always. Great information, great knowledge. We appreciate you. Thanks for joining the Odd Couple. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. All right, go get some Buddy's Pizza. I know, right? right? He's in Detroit. You got to do the Buddy's Pizza whenever you can. All right. Uh, Unlike Brian Cashman, I know exactly how to fix the New York Yankees. How's that? Is that a dig or not? Sounds like the GM job you want. There you go. I'll explain that next. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker and Alan Lee. Uh, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay. Janky fans. That's right. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. 
I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. It is the odd couple on a Worship Wednesday. Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for the vacation and Chris Broussard. 
Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. The Odd Couple is also brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And, and Alan, the Yankees are losing tonight. Uh, 2 nothing in Atlanta. Just a free fall, my God. And I, I got to say this. And I know it's cliche. George Steinbrenner is rolling over in his grave. Nobody, I, We get it. George Steinbrenner is long gone. Hal Steinbrenner, his son, is running the team. But the Yankees with the pinchy, pinning pinching and not wanting to spend money, they got to get back to, 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 to what they used to be, which was the big boys on the block. Matter of fact, even Pedro Martinez. This is what he said about the Yankees. And you know what? I think he's spot on. I remember watching the Yankees early in the season, and when they were going well, they looked like so confident. It was like watching uh, a bulldog beat up on a chihuahua when they were playing those teams. And now they look like the chihuahuas to, to any other team, especially a good team like the Atlanta Braves. I mean, it looks like no match. And uh, today they didn't play the cleanest game. They they didn't pitch the way they should have, even though Severino looked like he was sharp. He just used his pitches the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know what it is, if it's a you know, confidence matter that they have inside that clubhouse. Is, is it a character matter that they have? But man, they shouldn't look this vulnerable. They they need thanks, Pedro. <laughs> they need Better players. When judges out of that lineup, that team is yeah. pathetic. Am I, I right? I think I, I think somebody the other day said if you compare the Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees, how many Yankees in that roster would break the Braves lineup? Like Aaron Judge. Just Aaron Judge. That's that was it. it. That was it. They they got Michael Harris the second, Allen, who was the rookie of the year in the National League last year. He's batting ninth. Yeah. That lineup is scary for the Braves. Nine. For the Yankees, it, it is an embarrassment to watch them play right now. And to have both New York teams totally out of the picture, I can't even it's, imagine what it's like. Oh, to you know, New people City. in New York are sick. You know, New York's a baseball town, and people are sick that that the, here we are in August, and in September baseball's going to roll around, and it's not going to be. They're yeah. going to be playing out the string. And and I'm, I'm going to say, Aaron Boone will get fired. I get it. You know what I mean? He's the manager. He's going to get fired. But it's not his fault. But but what about Brian Cashman, who's been the general manager? You ready? 25 years. 25 years as a general manager in pro sports is almost – it's not like they won 20 championships in those 25 years. They haven't won since 2009. Living off a- Alex, paper. The last time the Yankees won a championship was when? Moby Dick was a guppy. When Moby Dick was a guppy. <laughs> Alan, that's how long it's been. <laughs> oh, God. Hitting Youngman lines around here. Huh? I mean, I mean, First time I've ever heard that line, Alan. Yeah, right, I know. Right. It was original. I wrote it 40 years ago. <laughs> no, but you get my point. Like, 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 the Yankees need to get back to flexing their muscles. Like when the Dodgers went out and they traded for Mookie Betts and then signed them to the $300 million contract. Right. A star, a young right. star, they went out and said, we're going to, Red Sox, you want to play around with a uh, talent, a future Hall of Famer, we'll take them. And they did their homework. You know, you right. got a guy that stays healthy. A character part, guy. A character guy. You know, somebody that a can winner. Ha- somebody can handle the pressures of playing in the big market. That's another thing the, 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 that Cashman has done up to me in the past several years. They've signed guys that when they get to New York City, it's too big for them. 
The they, stage they, is too they, big. Right, they fall off the stage. Right. No, I'm with you. And and Cashman, I get it. You did a nice job. You need a new voice. You need stop with all the analytics and all these guys. Go get me a couple of mashers. But give give Judge two or three other guys that you're going to be like, wow, they are unwatchable when he's not in the lineup. Right. I remember watching Yankee games when I was younger. No matter who was in that lineup, you always felt that the Yankees were going to be competitive. That they never gave up. I watch the Yankees now, and I'm like, okay, they're down five nothing. That's it. Might as well turn right. something else on. And, you, and you're looking at the lineup, going, Who, "Who's this? Who's, right. who's coming up now? What?" Right. It's like this team isn't coming back. It's it only reason I'm watching this game now is to see if Judge hits a home run. And even then, I mean, last year, and obviously when he got hurt and missed that time, because they got off to a good start, and then they signed Rendon. They always signing guys, injuries. Yeah, Severino can't stay healthy. Uh, you know, the last, he was the opening day start a couple yeah. years ago. And the sad thing this season, you're totally wasting Garrett Cole's year. Garrett Cole's play, pitching great. He's going to be yeah. the American League Cy Young Award yeah. winner. Most innings pitch, second in ERA. He's done his part, but they, but there's nothing else. They blew a game in which he started the other day, which they were had the big lead, and then they just lost it. Lost yes. it. I mean, big time. That was another bl- just blown. So, yeah, I mean, like, like like Pedro said, nobody fears the Yankees anymore. You, you just walk into town and go, okay, we're going to win this series. It's frustrating to watch just as a baseball fan. Forget about I'm rooting. I'm not rooting for them, but just to watch. Yeah. They're not compelling. Here's another night. All right. They got blown out. They got blowed out by the Braves yesterday. Two nothing tonight. It's the fifth inning. They can't they can't manufacture they can't do anything. Right. And and like I said, I don't know what Cash is watching. Other teams have seen, especially this season, and I think this season caught some teams by surprise as to how speed is going to now play into into this game. Well, with the pizza boxes with, as bases. Right, with the bases and how many times you can throw over the first, it's a different game now. And in the offseason, they didn't they didn't allow for that. The Yankees didn't didn't Assume that. Hindsight being what it is, even not knowing the year that he was going to have, if I was the Yankees, I would have at least gone after Cody Bellinger in the offseason. Boy, nobody could expected that, but you I know, hear what you're saying. That right? short porch and right field. And, and, and they need left-handed hitters. Yeah. They're two big hitters or what? Right-handed. <clears throat> right. I mean, Rob G., you got something? Yeah, just to illustrate your point about how bad the Yankees have been this season, you mentioned they lost four in a row. They are 12-22 and 22 since July 4th. And mm-hmm. if they lose tonight to the Braves, they're currently down two to nothing, top of the fifth. It'll be their first time being five hundred or below five hundred this late in the season since nineteen ninety five. Think about that. How long ago, Alan? Nineteen ninety five. They're always in the mix. Look at where they are. Yeah. By this time, Cashman's probably got a nice house in the Hamptons. I'm nice, sorry, to, after 25 right, years? He's got a nice place, a nice little pad downtown in Manhattan. You know, he's the Yankees have been good to him. It's it's maybe time to accept an advisory role on the staff and go, and move in a different direction. I'm sorry, there's only two jobs you get to keep forever, okay? And that's Pope until you die and Supreme Court Justice. Exactly. I mean, everything else has an expiration date on it, and I think Brian Cashman's expiration date has definitely come uh, for the Yankees. All right, here we go. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Do you think that the the Yankees need to get back to their evil empire roots? When they were flexing their money, throw, flexing their muscles, throwing money around, we'll continue that conversation with you next 
But first, be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. The Odd Couple is also sponsored by Irish Spring, the fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Talking about the uh, New York Yankees and how pathetic they are. And uh, Where do you go, Alan? If you're, if you're the owner, you're Hal Steinbrenner, you're the managing partner, you run the team, time to make a move. You're going to fire Aaron Boone, the manager, <laughs> Brian Cashman, the GM, for 25 years. And do you do you make a real push? Do you go get Shohei to get him in the rotation? Shohei, right? And I don't you go think you get... have a shot to get Shohei. Why? You don't have a shot. Why not? Just like the Mets don't have a shot to sign Shohei. Ohtani. I don't think he's a look at you, Dodger fan. What? No, he doesn't have a. The Mets don't have a shot. Why? I'm saying the Yankees. Okay, are. the Yankees don't either. What are you talking about? If Matt? I'm Shohei Otani, why would I want to go to the New because York Yankees? Because Hideki Matsui went to the Yankees and became a legendary figure in Japan. He won the World Series with exactly. the Yankees in 2009. And what was that roster was like World... that he that he joined? No, I get it. I'm saying they got to do other work. But I'm saying if he, if they go out and say, "Dude, we, we're going to add you and another guy and another pitcher," like that's what they need. They need two position players and a pitcher. And if I'm Shohei, I'm going promises, promises, promises. And, and you guys haven't been to the World Series in how many years? And then I could say to you, well, the Dodgers have won one World Series in 35 years. But man. they go, don't they? No, they go, but, but no, they see postseason, don't they? No, but they've won once. But, okay. They've won one time since 1988. You but want to talk about... They give you the opportunity I, I to get be it. there. But they don't win, though. They haven't won the Dodgers. Have the Dodgers in the last 20 years been... been uh, uh, Disappointing or or oh, been they've great? been disappointed in okay. the whole season. There's no question about that, it. That's what I'm saying. So you could go to the Dodgers, but they don't win. I, I just don't think though that Shohei is interested in that circus right now. It's too much turmoil to go into, even as a guy that's recognized as being a recognizable player around the world. If I'm Shohei Otani, I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this rebuilding process, so to speak, and to be a part the of Yankees these promises. Don't have a, the Yankees don't have rebuilding. And what I mean, you're telling me. Oh, they're not going to rebuild. What do you mean they don't have rebuilding? They don't they're rebuild. horrible right now. No, but they don't rebuild. Okay. They reload. Exactly. They, they reload. They're not rebuilding. I mean, rebuilding means we're stripping it down and we're going to we're gonna throw kids around Aaron Judge. That and ain't you're going to find yourself possibly in another Giancarlo Stanton situation if you sign Otani to all that money. Now, I've got all this money locked up in one guy. I can't go out and get very many other people. No, no. Mo- the money you don't worry about because with Otani, he's going to make it back for you from the from the Japanese. Okay? He's an he's an international. I went, when Hide- now, I was in New York when Hideki Matsui was there. The Yankees had nothing but Japanese advertising right. all over the stadium. Exactly. People watch Godzilla. They love that dude. He won a World Series. He went back. He's legendary. He came to the United States, put on the pinstripes, and won. Yes. You can't tell me that that uh, Otani doesn't know who uh, Hideki Matsui is and, and his legend that he went to the Yankee Stadium when people visited the United States from Japan. Yankee Stadium was on their schedule. Go to Central Park. Go to Saks Fifth Avenue. Go to the Yankee game. All those things were all on your list. Yep. Go to the Statue of Liberty. Go to the Empire State Building. 
But Yankee Stadium was on their list as well because of Hideki Matsui. Yep. I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that, that you have a shot at signing Otani. So it's a done deal. He's going to the Dodgers. No, I'm not going to say it. It's just, I think the Giants have a good shot at also So signing. you think he's going to go to the Giants? No, I think that it's going to be, to me, I think it's going to be between the Dodgers and the Giants for Otani. <laughs> the benefit that the Dodgers have had is playing this freeway series against Otani. And when he's at home in Orange County, whenever he's just relaxing, he has the opportunity to watch them all the time. And if you watch that organization, you have to at least be impressed. And so I'm saying, and plus, he won't have to get up and move anywhere. He can just go, you know what, I'm just going up the freeway. $600 million, you ain't worried about moving. I mean, you know, you can't just base your life because somebody's close. You know, oh, yeah, well, I don't have to, I don't have to move anywhere. If you have a chance to be a centerpiece on, on the, one of the greatest all-time franchises, the winningest franchise in American sports history, that not only are you going there, you're not going to the Dodgers where they're already getting to the playoffs without you and they want to, right? You're going to the Yankees who have been downtrodden since 2009 and haven't won a championship. If you were to go there and turn them around and win a championship, you don't think you're going to be your, – your, your lore – your 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 profile doesn't get bigger and better. That Otani went to the Bronx and delivered a championship. There's yeah. a story there, Alan. Yes, and you also mentioned one Japanese player. I'm going to mention another one for you that really broke the ground for a lot of Japanese players coming over to the U.S. If it wasn't for this guy, you probably wouldn't have had the influx of Japanese players. Hadei Nomo, who played for the Dodgers. I remember him. Yeah. Was was the guy that was one of the first big Japanese players because for the while, longest time, Japan did not really want a lot of its players to go play in the Major League Baseball system. Hadei Nomo was the guy that came over for the Dodgers and made a huge splash and made a huge splash back in Japan that encouraged Ichiro to even come over and play baseball in the U.S. So it... it the whole the groundwork has been laid there. There's no question. And like you said, though, the Yankees have a good reputation for that. But I just I just don't know, Rob. Really, if if they're going to be in that situation where somebody is saying, "Yeah, I want to go be a part of this juggernaut," but the juggernaut's very good right now. The the, the yacht has holes in it. I I understand it, but you also there's a story to be written. We talked about it earlier with the Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Your story becomes even bigger if you come and make that thing work, yeah. right? But do, but do he, Ota, Otani's legend let me becomes add, even bigger. He went to not he didn't go to the Yankees or he, he didn't right. go to the Dodgers where they already have Mookie Betts and they already have Freddie Freeman and they're already right. rolling. They just they won nine games in a row. They don't need Otani, right? Oh, They've already won nine games oh, in a row. They need him. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, oh, well, you just joined a super team that's already good. Right. Now, you went to the Yankees who were downtrodden and needed something, and you raised them. You lifted them. To you third made place. Them. And, you, to, and you make the wild card, maybe. Yeah, I hear you. Uh huh. Oh, really? You giving Baltimore the division every year now because they no, good I, one year? I didn't just say Baltimore. Toronto. There's Tampa. The Toronto's young ball club. you got to worry about them for Tampa. years now. Tampa's always good. Always, everybody wants to always dis- discount Tampa, but they always are right there. Tampa, the, the Tampa Bay Rays are bad for baseball. Period. <laughs> okay, the Tampa. Every time they win, it's bad for baseball. <laughs> Why do you say that? I'm dead serious. 
because they have a the small fan base. That team, they've been to the World Series a couple times, Alan. Yeah. They, to, to, when they had the season, when they started the season and they won all those games to start, 13, 14 in a row, whatever it was, they couldn't even sell tickets. Like, like yeah. seriously. Like, they, they should be in a city that would embrace them and want to be there in a terrible ballpark. Tampa Bay is bad for baseball. But as an organization, they understand how to make players better. Yeah, but they can't win. Is because all, the problem is always they're good enough to get right. there, but they can't win until they start to get right. a better player. So I, I well, we shall see what and, happens. And, and you all know right. what? I'm looking at the TV screen right here, and that guy right there, they made a huge mistake in handling Blake Snell in the one World Series game where he was dealing against the Dodgers. Ridiculous. And they took him out of the ball game. Right, because of analytics and what they say. All right. right. The Michael Orr story, uh, Alan, is taking a turn for the ugly. We'll continue with that and tell you all about it. Uh, it is The Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Boussard. Stick and stay. Janky fans. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. In my best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Odd Couple on a Worship Wednesday. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studio. The program is also sponsored by BetterHelp. The therapy can bring out a new, a whole new you, I should say. The BetterHelp makes it easy to match you up with a licensed therapist. Get 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com slash OddCouple. Rob Parker and Alan Lee. Uh, we were talking about the Yankees real quick, uh, 877-99 on Fox Alan Lee, let's jump on one of these. All right, we got Thomas, who's been nice enough to wait on the line for a while. Thomas from Iowa, you're listening to The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What's your take? Uh, I was. Did we, did we get phone crapped out? After all that, sorry. All right, well, sorry about that. We tried to get you on. Uh, Rob G., Jump, Rob G. Jump on in this Michael Orr story, and and you said it's taking a turn for the ugly, uh, and you know the the whole story yeah. is not true, and they took all they got them all the money, and he wants money, I, just a mess. Oh, it's it was ugly before; it's getting uglier now by the day. Because it's not ugly; it's fugly. It's fugly, as you mentioned, Michael Orr. Um, filed a lawsuit against the Tui family, famous from the movie Blind Side, who took him in and helped raise him during his uh, high school years, where he thought he was adopted. It turns out it was a conservatorship, and as a result, they had rights to his finances moving forward. So that's what he's suing over. Specifically, he wants back pay for the money that was made from the movie The Blind Side. He alleges, according to the uh, lawsuit... That the Tui family, the Blood family, which yes. is the father, the son, the two kids, received two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars each, plus two and a half percent of the film's defined net proceeds. The the family argues, no, we only received about seventy thousand dollars total, which we split amongst the five of us, including Michael Orr. That's their story, and it got really ugly here on Wednesday. Attorneys for the Tuis put out a statement saying. That this whole situation with Michael Orr stems from him trying to shake him down for $15 million. That he threatened them months ago, told them that if they didn't pay him the money he's looking for, he was going to expose them in the public space. That's exactly what is currently going on. So it is getting nastier and nastier. By but, the day. but what's the real money? They're talking about peanuts for a, a movie that made a lot of money. 
Alan, aren't you shocked when you hear about two hundred? What is it? What did they split? Two hundred and seventy thousand? No, he. They're arguing the family right. saying that they only made seventy thousand total. That's what I'm saying. Split off a movie, people. off a movie right. of that grandeur. That's plus, a, plus, I think they got a percentage of the. Net. No, they, they're arguing they didn't get it. That's <laughs> well, what they're saying. Well, He's well, saying that that they got two hundred and twenty-five thousand each, so a total of a million dollars for the family. Plus two and a half percent of the net proceeds, which the film made three hundred million dollars in the box. Well, office. well, you know, you don't want Hollywood bookkeeping, Alan. You want of the uh, gross, not the net, right? Because exactly. they'll make it that the movie made no money when right. they take out all their expenses. Exactly, three hundred million dollars. Though somebody had to. Either you signed the worst contract, dude. It happens. They rob people left and right in Hollywood. Known to man, or or somebody's cooking the books a little bit. But this whole situation. In this day and age, there's going to be a paper trail. There's right, what, somebody the, knows what they got paid. This, right, this seventy, it, seventy thousand. It's going to be, be real easy to go back and audit bank audit bank accounts. Well, if you get if you get a case, you're going to be able to call up that. There's a check. Exactly. They didn't pay them in uh in, in pistachio nuts. It, I mean, it, there's a there's a check. There's a the paper. Family trail. is claiming that he's trying to you know extort them. There's going to probably be emails or or situations like that. So. It's going to get to a ugly spot unless there's some sort of settlement, one way or the other. But yeah, it, like you said, it's if it goes to court, then everything's going to come out. Right. That's why most people don't want things to go right. to court because right. there's uh, they get to uh, look through all that stuff. Uh, Rob, do you you got something? Yeah, I just got a question for you guys because you're you're both educated, well thought of gentlemen. Wow. Assuming. That one of these sides is telling the truth. Obviously, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, but let's assume one mm-hmm. side is more true than the other. If the other side ends up being telling the truth, which one looks worse in this situation? Does Michael Orr look worse for allegedly fabricating this whole thing and trying to shake it down for $15 million, Or do the twoies look worse if it turns out that they, you know, pulled the wool over this young kid's eyes and took advantage of him to the tune of several million dollars. It, to me, it's the family because I just, if 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 he got money then and he wants more, I like, like he might have felt like he got cheated, Alan, he didn't get enough money or something. Right. I could understand that. But if the family totally lied and they got all this money and they didn't give sharing to this guy's, right. it's his story. It's his story. It's his story. It's not them. So that's why I think that the family would look worse if if they did some lying. I like like for or it'd be like, yeah, I got some money, but I didn't get what I should have got. I'm you know, and and that's why you could understand him going after them. But I could not understand if a family really got paid out, right. And they didn't pay this kid. I got an issue with it. Right. I guess as a as a player, you could always make that claim that I don't think I got enough of what I should have gotten. But you know, I guess on one hand, you could say, but you know, I had a career in the NFL. Nobody probably knew who I was before this whole story came out, so I had the opportunity to capitalize on my name a little bit and, and get successful that way. I, it's a tough thing. I mean, the family didn't take him in. You know, that that's another thing. So That's fine, but that should have been done because of your good heart, not of course because you're trying have. to of course make money have. off the kid. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. like that's the part that's that's bad is the good intentions. If, if you told him in, the, in that situation that you were just like one of our other kids to us, then then prove it. Right. It shouldn't be, uh, well, we can pimp you. Right. Right, seriously. Right. And, and that's, oh, oh, yeah, well, 
you know, we don't really want you around, but we think there's a right. story there. And like that I said, maybe so. if this goes any further, it's all going to come out because they were saying that the other kids also benefited and got money. You know, their 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 natural kids got money, so they're going to be bank accounts for that too. If the kids all of a sudden had this huge windfall and he didn't, for a big movie like that, the money sounds small. Either either uh, or. And, yeah. and guys, right? one other thing, one thing that that's working against the twoies right now is. Their story has been that we couldn't adopt him. But and that's the, a lie that, already. That the attorney said it had to be a conservatorship. The legal age for an adult adoption, where one adult can adopt another adult, is eighteen. Yes. Yeah. So, so he could. They so could they have, could adop- have adopted. Right. Him like right. That story's bad for them. Right. I feel bad for Sandra Bullock, who probably woke up the other day and go, "Why am I name? Why is my name being? Right. Why am I? Why is my well, name? What do you mean? Get my Oscar back. What? I know. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, the final hour of the Odd Couple is coming up. You want to stick around? We're going to talk about uh, black assistant coaches in the NFL, and this will be an interesting take. So you know what you need to do? Stick and stay. America. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the gangster chronicles Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts 